Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. It wasn't a huge amount of snow, but our latest storm got intense at times overnight. The storm brought snow squalls and thunder snow to some areas. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is heading north on I-15 and begins our live team coverage. Adam? Amanda, multiple snow squall warnings went out up and down the state overnight. Even still saw some in central southern Utah just a couple hours ago. But that wasn't the only intense weather that we saw overnight. That sound of thunder snow from the home of KSLV listener Christine Martinez in Ogden around 2 o'clock this morning. The good news is we're going to get a little bit more of a break from the snow today, but unfortunately... Uh, some areas are going to dry out quicker than others. As you said, I'm moving my way north through Davis County right now, heading up towards Weber County, where we're getting more intense snow and problems on the roads. So I'll be keeping you updated again up there to see how the drive is going. But uh, hang in there. We're getting a little bit more of a break as we make our way through the day. Reporting live from Woods Cross, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Sandy City is already over budget for snow removal this weekend. Their mayor, Monica Zoltansky, says another issue they're facing is a fire destroyed a large garage that housed their plows a few years ago. And so half their fleet and their salt supply currently sit outside in the weather. We have to make do, fitting others where we can, obviously trying to get them all out of the weather, but it's not always possible. The city's field operations manager tells KSL-TV they've already, uh, or they're already about 75% over their snow re- removal budget. Our weather team has been telling us this round of storms will mostly hit the mountains, and the snow report this morning shows they weren't kidding. KSL News Radio's Randall Jepson continues our team coverage. Tim and Amanda Brighton checks in this morning with 27 new inches of snow, Solitude with 24, Alta and Snowbird, they each got 21. Park City, 16, Sundance, 15, and this storm, it's not just been in northern Utah. It's also piling up the powder in central and southern Utah as well. Brian Head, they check in this morning with 11 inches. Brian Head checks in this morning with 11 inches. And Eagle Point, they have 10 new inches. Randall Jepson, KSL News Radio. A good portion of the country has been dealing with snowstorms over the past week, and that storm system has now hit the East Coast. New York City finally turned into a winter wonderland overnight, seeing its biggest snowfall of the season, but still only a few inches expected before it's over. Some grocery store shelves left empty, even as the storm's biggest impacts are farther north. Up to seven inches of snow could fall in parts of upstate New York, New Jersey, and New England, making the morning commute treacherous. ABC's Andrew Dimbert reporting. A reminder to drivers amid winter storms, clean off your cars before getting on the road. You could save a life. ABC's Chuck Sievertson. You know when you see big pieces of hard, frozen snow or ice break off the top of a moving car or truck and fly through the air? One chunk flew off the car in front of Laurie Langelos while driving on I-495 in Massachusetts over the weekend, smashing her windshield. The slivers of glass were all over the place. They were in my neck. They were on my hat. Her message? Clean that ice off your car. It's just, you know, I'm lucky to be alive. No serious injuries. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. 
KSL's top national stories this hour. U.S. Supreme Court justices hear oral arguments today on whether President Biden's student debt relief plan is legal. Overnight, a group of demonstrators braving the winter cold and rain outside the U.S. Supreme Court, camping out for a front row seat inside the courtroom when oral arguments begin today on President Biden's ambitious student loan forgiveness plan. College freshman Ibrahim Mudassar speaking directly to the justices. You can help 40 million other people uh, in the United States and jumpstart their path to freedom as well. The latest Quinnipiac poll shows a majority of Americans support the plan. ABC's Faith Abube reporting from Washington. They just showed a live shot outside the Supreme Court a moment ago on one of our monitors, and I don't think I've seen that many people at the Supreme Court since the abortion The abortion decision. issue, yeah. Yeah. Media mogul Robert Murdoch making headlines for answers given during a deposition. Murdoch saying in new court filings about the election falsehoods, I would have liked us to be stronger in denouncing it in hindsight, adding any executives who allowed election lies to be broadcast should be reprimanded or maybe got rid of. Fox News is being sued by Dominion Voting Systems for $1.6 billion, claiming the network hurt its business by allowing some hosts and former President Trump lawyers to claim the company's voting machines rigged the election. ABC's Andrea Fujii reporting. Volkswagen's vehicle tracking service is under fire after a carjacking in Illinois. Police say that thieves near Chicago ran over a pregnant woman and took her car with a two-year-old inside. But when police asked Volkswagen to help them track the vehicle through their car net service, Volkswagen first wanted 150 bucks. Very shaken up over this, rightfully so. This was an unbelievably traumatic event that they went through. Deputy Chief Chris Cavelli says the uh, Lake County Sheriff's Office called the delay in tracking the stolen car 16 minutes of hell for the victim's family. Police did ultimately recover both the child and the car without help from the tracking service. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report, and here's Andy Farnsworth. Well, the big-time delays right now are trying to travel south I-15. Well, both directions, but south seeing more of the delay going late into Kaysville because of the snow. Drifts are building up in the lanes and in between the lanes. Highway 89 in pretty rough shape, as is I-84 going into Weber County and uh, Weber Canyon. Pardon me. Salt Lake Valley roads are just wet, so they're not quite as bad a shape. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Thousands of uh, driver's licenses ended up in the hands of Chinese crime operations, and they were sent there by the government. The ruse began with the criminals going into the dark web to get personal data on Texans with Asian last names. They then used that info to answer security questions on the state government website, and then used stolen credit cards to order duplicate copies of active licenses. Those copies were sent straight from the Texas Department of Public Safety right into the criminals' hands. This crime ring would then sell them to people in the country illegally. The Texas Tribune reports at least four other states are involved. The FBI and Department of Homeland Security are now also investigating. Dennis Foldy, ABC News, San Antonio. The president says the TikTok clock is ticking to remove the app from all federal devices. Federal agencies now have just 30 days to make sure they've removed TikTok from any federal smartphone, computer, mobile device. Federal contractors have another two months to do the same. The Biden administration saying TikTok risks sharing federal information with the Chinese government. Congress passed a law banning it from any federal government device. ABC's Andy Field reporting. The Justice Department is conducting a forensic investigation into a ransomware attack on the U.S. Marshal Service. ABC News Justice and Homeland reporter Luke Barr says a single piece of the U.S. Marshal's uh, server was targeted. At this moment, we don't know exactly what's missing, but what we do know is that the area in which was accessed contained law enforcement sensitive material, among other things. That is all part of the Justice Department's review 
uh, which will be ongoing and is being looked at right now. The system was compromised earlier this month, and officials say hackers accessed sensitive information about employees and investigations, but no witness protection program files were included. A sudden hearing was called yesterday in the Chad and Lori Daybell murder case in Idaho. East Idaho News reports the courts wanted to look at some DNA testing, but the hearing ended abruptly, with everyone being asked to leave, and we aren't sure why. The next hearing will be Thursday, and the trial is still scheduled to start in April. A big sign posted along a county road in uh, Coleman County, Alabama, offers a $2,000 reward for information about dog poisonings in the community. Susan Graham put it up, saying she believes her dog was poisoned in January after neighbors lost two dogs to confirm cases of poisoning. This is not right. I mean, if they're going to do that, what's next? Graham also installed cameras and lights around her seven-acre property to protect her three other dogs. Researchers at the Huntsman Cancer Institute may have found a new source of relief for patients with cancer. Dr. Baldomero Oliveira says poisonous cone snails use their venom to immobilize their prey, fish. Fish have the same molecules as humans, which means scientists were able to use the venom to create an effective method for pain relief. Uh, the compound that was first purified by undergraduates here at the University of Utah. Today, it's it's a FDA-approved drug for pain. Oliveira says a sensory nerve starts firing to signal pain. The components in the venom block a key channel between pain signals that travel from the spinal cord to the brain. He says they are currently looking at a venom peptide that could prevent the pain in cancer patients, which would allow doctors to increase the dosage and length of chemotherapy so it's much more effective. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.